welcome. My name is Lori McGowan, and you've come to Sharing the Stories, Women with ADHD, a podcast. (laughs) Um, This is a safe place for women to share their stories about their lives and how they're living with ADHD. I am a four-year-old Canadian woman um, who recently started the process of being diagnosed with ADHD. I truly believe in the power of sharing our own stories as part of a life-learning experience and part of the healing process. So welcome to a safe place um, and I'm really excited that you're here. Hello, this is Laura McGowan and this is Sharing Stories. Um, an awkward podcast about women sharing their stories uh, with ADHD. I say awkward because when I thought of the idea of this podcast, I thought it was brilliant, (laughs) as most of my early ideas are, (laughs) in my opinion. And um, it was the best way I could hear other people's stories and learn from them and share them so that we can all talk about it. The part I didn't think about, though, (laughs) was getting ADHD women um, to complete some forms (laughs) and to go through the process of getting ready for it and then actually setting a date and following through with recording it. So (laughs) I'm laughing um, because I recognize those same struggles in myself. Um, So here I am. It's just me again as I'm still working through the process and getting people on board. I don't want to lose momentum um, because that is a problem for myself. Um, I tend to lose momentum and then things kind of fall apart. So I don't want that to happen. Um, I really do believe in this idea and I think it's going to take a little bit of time uh, just to get things up and going Um, and to be able to get systems in place so that people follow through. Um, And it's really a weird time as well. So we seem to have like this open amount of time. I currently am in isolation. So therefore, I am very bored and I want to do things that are productive. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I assume everyone else is within my time frame. Which is not, I know this is not true. Um, So it's something I'm working on. uh, But I thought I would come in today and just maybe uh, blather a bit. Maybe give a bit of an update as far as um, where I'm at. Um, Again, I'm really early in my um, diagnosis of ADHD. Um, I... I'm 40 years old. <laughs> um, I've struggled with mental health a vast majority of my life. Um, I can't remember much about my childhood. So that part's a little infuriating because trying to pick up on signals, I don't know. Maybe it's not helpful because I don't know if knowing more what wasn't done is actually helpful for now because we all did the best we could. And uh, I'm just going to work on me um, as I am right now and 
maybe sort things out so that my kids have a bit of an easier time sorting their own shit out because we all seem to have shit. <laughs> um, so that's a little heavy. Um, I've had a couple therapy sessions. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot um, that's changed in the last while. I am currently, as I said, in isolation. <laughs> uh, um, I don't have COVID, um, but I did have an exposure. And so I'm here hanging out by myself. I live in a 1,200 square foot bungalow with five other people and a giant dog. <laughs> and so isolation means pretty much staying in my room. Um, which has been really, it was really great for a day. Um, and now it's not so great. I have a list of things that I really should get done. Um, they, I have zero, zero interest in doing them. Um, one, because they involve a lot of work that I don't know how to do. <laughs> it involves probably paying money that I don't have and it would also be like a very final piece of something that I failed at. <laughs> so I have zero desire to get that done even though this is probably would be the optimal time to actually do that. Um, again though it's something I'm doing on my timeline. Um, and if I need people to help me, they're probably not in a position to stop everything and, <laughs> and help me uh, in the way that I feel like life should happen. <laughs> um, yeah. What I have done, I've listened to Brandy Carlyle's book, Broken Horses, um, and a couple other audiobooks, lots of podcasts. Um, Glennon Doyle started a podcast. She's, if I want to aspire to be anything, it's her. I mean, to be able to articulate your own mental health issues into a way that people get and be able to have the kind of reach and do the amazing things that she does is just mind-blowing. And so there's only a little bit of pressure. <laughs> I hope you don't expect this to be a podcast like Glennon Doyle's because that is impossible. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been struggling a bit trying to... I don't know, maybe it's a phase of like you figure out something, you do a bunch of deep diving research into it, you see all the connecting pieces, and then you feel really overwhelmed as far as what the next steps are. Because you've taken all what seems like those baby steps, um, but then you actually have real life <laughs> and you have to figure out how to make your life work better for you with 
the brain that you have in a world that does not really work in the same way. And, um, and then it's such a spectrum too. Uh, that's another thing I've been running into is there's such a, a, I mean, there's so many similarities with ADHD and then there's like different, it feels like there's different levels. Um, and if you don't reach all the levels, does that mean that's not actually something that is your problem? <laughs> And then ruminating over that uh, for hours on end. That's normal, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. I do have um, one of my friends, Trina. Um, she has Simply Mindful ADHD. She's a life coach. And she has ADHD. And she's hopefully going to be on here as one of the first few guests. Uh, to share her story because her short story is remarkable. Um, but also, she's putting on a workshop. So that's starting next weekend, which I'm really excited for. I had started a previous workbook um, that's geared towards women with ADHD and kind of working through things. Um, I only made a short way through that so far. <laughs> Uh, because I, I, I got sidetracked, but also the questions I found were really hard. Um, I'm someone who does not remember a lot of my childhood. I can remember pieces of it, but the memories, um, I don't know if it's a combination more of what people have told me happened, um, versus what I actually remember or seeing pictures of things, um, and it really, it like, it hurts to not, not remember some of this stuff. Um, my sisters remember things, <laughs> but um, I don't. And I find it, that's a really big struggle. Um, and it kind of kills me a little bit inside. So when I started doing the workbook and you had to write about things, um, say like school and stuff, there's only so much I can put together um, and then it makes me feel stupid <laughs> and I just had to stop. Uh, I, I, I would like to go back to it and I will probably run out of things to do this week um, and that's higher on my list than like the other thing I talked about which it would just kind of result in me reliving failures so <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to do that. Um, I would rather focus on maybe learning more about executive functions, um, where I'm stronger, where I'm weaker, and then building skills so that I am not as weak in some areas, which is what I am expecting from Trina's workshop. So that's really exciting. Um, I'm so happy to have something like that on the books just so that I know that I'm going to be learning stuff and then I'm going to be being able to apply things within my life and also knowing the source of the information and kind of how her brain works. It excites me <laughs> because, um, yeah, sometimes I feel I have white coat syndrome. So 
doctors or people that um, are kind of put in that place of authority or such, I don't like, unless I know them on a personal level. Um, and uh, I, I struggle in many ways with that. <laughs> Um, because I, I have not a lot of faith in many of our systems that we've set up with society and that the, the amount that I may have had as a younger age has substantially gotten smaller, uh, as life has gone on, which I'm sure I think a lot of people will relate to. Um, yeah, so that's what's happening. Um. What I really want to do is talk to other people <laughs> and hear their stories. Um, talking to myself is rather boring. Um, and I imagine listening to it is probably also a little boring. I could talk for hours, mind you. Um, but that's also probably not something that you want in your ear for a long amount of time. So even if this is just a buzz to kind of remind you to go finish filling out that form, I've tried to make it really easy. Um, just want some basic information and then I can send you along um, the questions that we'll talk about because I believe in you having a, kind of a knowing uh, before going into something. Um, and just... Uh, just also a knowing that people do want to hear this. So I can't tell you how many people have said this, this is great. Um, I love hearing other people's stories. And I really believe our history shows us that we need other people's stories to kind of find our place. So um, find the link, fill out the tiny form, send it. Don't forget to send it. And then I will contact you and we'll set up a date. Thank you so much for listening and being here. Uh, do subscribe via uh, the channel you're listening to. We're also available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Radio Public and Spotify. You can check out our Instagram at Sharing Stories ADHD. You can leave a voicemail um, on our Anchor web uh, website, as well as send us an email at Sharing Stories ADHD at gmail.com. Thanks so much, and looking forward to having you join us again.